Hey there, and welcome to the In Lovely podcast, where we learn how to connect with ourselves and connect with others. I'm your host, Mondo, and today we are going to talk about motivation. And I know, especially for me, motivation has given me so much grief in the past couple of years because I've always thought of myself as a very motivated person. But until recently, I've tried to dive into what motivation should I be having? Does that mean I need to be fired up in everything I do? And I think I've led myself astray because I've had misconceptions of motivation in myself and that motivation isn't something we need to completely rely on if we need to get something done. And I want us to be able to move with and without motivation towards our goals. We're going to take a look at the emotion of motivation and what that does for us in our psyche and what are some things that we can do to make sure that we're moving towards our goals regardless of if we have motivation or not. Because if we can figure that out, then there's really nothing that can stop us. So with that being said, let's get on with the show. How do we stay motivated? Why is it that some days we're trucking forward, pushing ahead, nothing can stop us, and some days it doesn't take very much to derail us? What is it about motivation that isn't keeping us on track? Because we think that if we love something, we should be able to do it with energy every single time we do it. But why is it that the energy is hard to find some days? Why can't we summon up this energy when we need it most? And we want to move towards our goals, but why can't the motivation catch up with us? Motivation can be super tricky. It can be the fuel that lights our fire, and it can be the one thing that ices us cold. Let's go ahead and let's take a look at what motivation is actually doing for us. The motivation emotion. Emotions will come and they go. They peak and they valley and they spin round and round in circles. They're here when we don't want them, but we can't seem to find them when we need them most. The emotion of motivation is no different. Motivation, all motivation is the desire to do something. Motivation is desire. And how many times have we wanted to do something but didn't do it? How many times have we not wanted to do something but do it anyway? There are too many examples on either side to count. Was motivation always the deciding factor in all of our decisions? Was the desire to do the thing always the deciding factor in all of our decisions? Not completely. If we only did what we wanted to do, nothing would get done. Would we always shower when we are brutally exhausted after a long day? Would we take our dogs out to use the restroom first thing in the morning? Would we go to the gym after taking a few months off? Odds are, we wouldn't do any of those things if we simply relied on our desire to do them. The nature of desire and motivation is to want something we don't yet have. And just because we don't have something doesn't mean that we'll always desire it think of all the new year's resolutions that you see people and ourselves coming committing to 
How long does it usually last? Sure, at the beginning of the year, there's plenty of motivation to do something, but give it about a month or three and us and the same people that set their sights really high come crashing back to reality. Why is that? Because we're focusing on the wrong thing. We're relying on motivation, a temporary emotion, to be the anchor that keeps us pushing forward when things get hard. How could we rely on a straw house when the big bad wolf comes to blow it away? And that's the issue when we rely on emotions to steer our life. That doesn't make motivation a bad thing. Emotions are powerful and can be used to help us if we know what we're looking for. But to use motivation as the captain of our Titanic will most certainly lead us into an iceberg. But what do we already have? The wonderful thing about motivation that we take for granted is the abundance that we already have. We already have all the motivation we could ever need in us at any moment. We may not be motivated to achieve what we wish to accomplish, but that doesn't mean we're lacking motivation. We just may not be motivated to do the things that will add value to our goals. Plenty of us are motivated to do the same habits that are holding us back. Some people are relentlessly motivated to be comfortable and lazy. Some of us are motivated, relentlessly motivated to be to watch Netflix or to scroll through our social media whenever we should be getting things done. Some people are motivated to be negative and pessimistic. Everybody is motivated by different life factors at all times every single day. We may have been motivated to work on our goals on Monday when we had the most energy, but demotivated to follow through until Friday because we felt tired. And at that point, were we motivated? Were we actually motivated to work on our goals? We weren't motivated to work on our goals. We were motivated to work on our goals when it was convenient for us. The motivation is there. But the positive intent isn't. So we have to go back to our thoughts. How do we adjust our intention? By going back to the foundation of who we are, our beliefs. Every moment of life, every moment of life is an experience. And how we interpret that experience will determine the emotions that we feel. In turn, will influence our behaviors and then the following outcomes, right? It's interpreting our experience, then emotions, then behaviors, then outcomes. When the behaviors and the outcomes don't align with who we are or who we want to be, we need to go back to our thoughts. And what do the majority of our thoughts sound like? How do we respond to our thoughts? What's happening in our brain when things are going great and we feel motivated versus when we hit an emotional, mental, or physical speed bump and that stopped our momentum? And this is something we need to explore ourselves. It takes courage and effort to become more self-aware of what's going on in our own minds. But when we become better at observing the habits and routines that we have, then we can better identify what the source of the problem is. And perhaps when we get swamped with work, schoolwork, or time with other people, we reason that we don't need to go to the gym because it's always going to be around for tomorrow. And this, is, this isn't the utmost priority. We'll go when we do have the energy. Or maybe we wanted to spend more time with our friends instead of keeping ourselves in our work. 
except when we get invited to go do something, we pass and continue to drill ourselves into what needs to get done. Now, there will be trade-offs and sacrifices that must be made. But if we're relying completely on motivation to do something when we feel like it, that feeling may never come. We end up deprioritizing what we want to accomplish at the drop of a dime. What we need to do is create a new system of habits. How do we fight the big bad wolf when he comes to blow down our straw house? We build a, ho- we build a house of bricks. And these bricks will be our new system of habits that we will use regardless if we feel like it or not. Here's the thing. Habits will feel like work when we first start doing them, but will require time and attention before they feel, well, like a habit. Let me say that one more time. Habits are going to feel like work first. But, and they will require time and attention before they feel like a habit. Habits will be work until they feel like a habit. Think of brushing our teeth or tying our shoes. And how difficult was each activity when we were learning, first learning how to do it versus how simple it is now? We don't have to think about it. It just happens. It's habitual. It took our mom and dad getting after us every single morning to do it. And now, as somebody older, we want to do those things on our own. Building different habits is like a big truck turning on. It takes a little bit longer to start than a smaller car and is slow when it takes off, but nearly impossible to stop when it's going full speed. And if we feel motivated to start a new habit like go to the gym, read a book, spend more time with friends, it may be difficult now because it's new to us. It hasn't had enough time for it to become easy. So how do we make it easier? Practice. (laughs) We're talking about practice. How do we get better at practice? Intentionally setting aside time every day or every week to work on our goals. We need time, effort, and focus to make meaningful progress in whatever we want to do. Just like we practice tying our shoes once or a couple times a day, we can never expect for anything to be as easy as that if we only practice a few times a month or when we feel like it. This may require us to set alarms in our phone or block off time in our planner and and respect our personal time when we do block it off. We need to stand up for our practice time just like we respect our professional obligations. Only then can we step up to the plate and get enough at-bats to be successful. I know that right now this is working for me. I've always struggled with being organized and creating a system of habits that will keep me in check whenever I feel demotivated. So for example, when recording for the podcast, I every week, every Sunday, I'm going into my planner and blocking off times that I know I need to be doing something for it. Whether that be writing the script for the show or whether that be recording the show itself. My goal for this year is to read a book a week. And it's working. It's going really well. And I have blocked off time to read. And whenever you block off that time, you're not you all you need to be worried about is what we're doing in that moment. When I have my reading time blocked off, I'm not thinking about how many more pages I need to read for the end of the week. I'm thinking, how can I read the set of assigned pages today to the best of my ability? And guess what? We're in our eighth week of the year, 
this is it's it's right now it's it's February 24th. So we're in our 8th week of the year. I'm on my 8th book and now it's I have a bigger want to to read every single day. It's starting to feel habitual, but again, it takes time and effort. So what do you need to do in your system to set aside practice time? How are you going to get your at-bats? And that's something that you need to explore on your own. One thing that's helped also is that is we need to feel what the big picture is. <laughs> at, at the same time, we aren't robots. And though we need systems in place to keep us on track, we're not as simple as machines, right? We have feelings. So let's not run away from our feelings. Let's use them to help us. We felt motivated because we aspire to do something greater than what we are now. We sold a dream to ourselves before we even started practicing it. <laughs> we, we sold ourselves the dream before we started even practicing for it. We made ourselves feel the success of our future. We felt the triumph and the victory of accomplishing what we set out to do. And we saw what it looked like at the top of the mountain. It felt amazing to stand in the shoes of our future selves. But we stopped chasing our goals when we replaced the feeling of the future with the feeling of the present. We let the discomfort and sacrifices of our hard work that we had to do today take over. And that made us compromise the fulfillment we will feel in the future. Not every day is going to be sunshine and rainbows. But how often do we play the story of victory in our head? We need to make the habit of forecasting our success regularly. Now, I don't think that means that we should hate our process. If we hate our process, it's going to be really, really, really hard to stay in there until things get great. You should, let me, let me take, take a step back. We all are motivated to do something. We all have goals that we want to chase. And when we do practice for our goals, like whenever I'm reading or recording or whenever you're doing, whenever you're at the gym or when you're trying to connect with your kids or your spouse better because that's a goal of yours, we should feel intent and focus in that moment. And if we can't learn to appreciate that process, the outcome will never be worth it. But when we are in that process, we need to think, we can also think about how it's going to feel whenever we do get great at this thing. Make the habit of forecasting your success regularly. If you're going to be in your head, let's not beat ourselves down. Let's just keep playing our, our victory lap in our head. Keep forecasting our success. And when we feel the power of our future, What's more important than what we're doing is why we're doing it. Because it can't just be for the money, the car, the accolades, the awards, or other material things. Those things may make us smile, but they don't fulfill us. What's the big picture? What do we want to happen? And why do we want to do it? Now, we have a sense of something that's bigger than ourselves. And when we feel a greater purpose and we're doing what we love, there will be less effort of having to push ourselves to do something. 
will be pulled in the direction of our greater cause. Even on our worst days, it'll feel like our duty, our responsibility to serve and contribute to the bigger picture. Just like this podcast and lovely, I'm not, I don't want to rely on if I feel too tired because I record these episodes. <laughs> it's 4.47 a.m. right now in the morning and I can't rely on tired or energy to be the thing that drives me. I want in lovely to be a safe place for you to be vulnerable and connect with yourself. And I want to provide this for you regardless of what I feel. That's my bigger picture. I want you to be moved to look in deep into yourself and connect and really do the the dirty work of what self-love requires. And I can't do that if I just record only when I want to. You have something that you need to do and you have a gift that you can use to serve the world. What's the greater cause? It's not just to show us how talented you are. It's but what you're doing for other people. Our motivation will come and go, right? Much like any emotion that we feel. It won't stick around. It's not going to stay here forever. There will be days when we feel like we don't have anything to give and we have no more push left in us. And maybe, maybe we've been looking at our mission wrong. The thing that was supposed to give us light is now the thing that's draining us. But we have to remember that it's our intent and the bigger picture that is far more important than these superficial rewards. The desire for accolades, the gifts, and the recognition will always fade. What's more reliable is our own purpose and our own sense of why. There was a reason why we chose to do what we're doing. Somewhere inside of us, we set out on a mission to heal a pain in others that we felt before. And there's a greater purpose that we're trying to serve. How do we stay motivated? When we align our drive with our purpose, we'll be pulled into our mission. And we can generate the energy we need to serve those who need it. It's hard to stay motivated when all we're thinking about is how we feel. And the more selfish we are, the harder it will be to see that what we want most is on the other side of ourselves. We cannot push forward into darkness if we have no light within us. It's not the motivation that will drive us, but our drive that will motivate us. Hey there, guys. I hope you enjoyed today's episode on motivation. Motivation can be super tricky because it's an emotion that comes and it goes. And if we try to anchor ourselves to something unstable, then we're bound to fail. So what do we anchor ourselves on? We anchor ourselves on our purpose and the why. The why we're doing what we're doing. It's our purpose and who we're trying to serve that will ultimately help pull us in the direction that we want to go. But that isn't just it also. We need to make sure that we're giving ourselves the at-bats. We're scheduling practice time 
if not every week, every single day. Because if we want our craft to become a habit, if we don't treat it like a habit, it will never develop into one. A a habit is going to be something that we do before it'll become something that we feel. We need to make sure that we're doing our job and giving ourselves plenty of practice because as we said in the episode, it's not our motivation that will drive us, it's our drive that will motivate us. Some people wanna wait until they have the energy to do the thing, but they don't realize that doing the thing will give them the energy. That's how we stay motivated. We make sure that our purpose is aligned with our drive and we just do the damn thing. Whether we want to or not, then we'll get the energy and we'll stay motivated. So what did you guys think of the episode? We'd love to hear from you. What can we do on this show to bring more value to you? And what can you do to bring more value to others? If we know something that could help improve someone else's life, it's our duty to share it. If you have a comment, question, or concern, tweet us with the hashtag inlovely and we can talk about it. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you so much for listening. We really appreciate it. It is you who makes this podcast special. You're giving us what you want to hear and we're delivering it as best as we can. And we just want to make sure that we're providing for you what you can provide for other people. Thank you for listening. Have a wonderful day. Love yourself and fall in love with life.